0: At nine o'clock, and you go oh go to no. sleep and wake up at two. <laughs> yeah, that's true. There's something I some wrong out. <laughs> take some chicken out, and I got some good vegetables. What is wrong mom. with your mom? That's why we're doing this show. <laughs> and it'll be ready. I, oh, you wouldn't be eating it at six thirty. will be so happy. I said, Jerry wants to mom.
1: It need to be ready early. I got I gotta leave early tomorrow. I gotta go get an oil change before work. Oh my god. It'll be fine. The oil change place is halfway out there, and then it only takes like 20 minutes. I'll be there at, at 8 o'clock, be the first person. I'll be fine.
0: At 8 o'clock?
1: Yeah, at the oil change place. got mm. to be
0: at work. Nine. Oh. Well, let's hope everything go as planned. You know what they say. Uh, they don't know. say too much about Murphy's Law hey. anymore.
1: Do we want to take a shot first? Okay. We can't how are you not more enthused about this? I don't know. Usually you're really happy to take shots. You want to take one
0: photo. I saw it.
1: Y'all sorry. taking one too? Yeah. Great. Yeah. Great.
0: Mm. Now she will act like she not happy. I know. And she know. was I'm just and she was just, no. and she was just and she was just some chicken now. Now what?
1: It's episode 41.
0: Why are you? I don't think I'm ghetto.
1: <laughs> no, they're not going to think you're ghetto. <laughs> not at
0: all. Oh, a country or something. Now she's sitting there like she don't want to talk. She my I need my What's phone. Here? Why you need your phone? Just in case somebody call me. I ain't nobody calling you. That's the way I like you to think. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm.
1: episode 41 the rojo show we're just prepping with some shots we're gonna take two each No. Oh that's, oh that's for them oh i thought we was really gonna turn up Oh. i don't like
0: Psst. you trying to make Psst. people think that i'm just oh. i'm kind of drunk i don't think i don't make people think you're a drunk i make people think that you're party girl mom that's old what do you mean it's old is it black yeah. light party was that just about five minutes ago this. khalifa high road tour are y'all going to cheers, too? I, I haven't even poured mine. We'll pour y'all always try to leave me out. This is tequila. Ooh, you did that on purpose. I you want didn't. that. I want y'all it. was supposed to put some... Somebody was supposed to put some more... Uh, what you call it in there? Alcohol? Yeah. Mm.
1: We're taking shots of tequila right now just to lubricate the conversation. <coughs> cheers. 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 Mm. Whoa. That was magnificent. You wanna take another one? You <laughs> why? Shh. <laughs> so this is what you all have been waiting for. This is what the fans um, flocked to the the Facebook page for. Where's <laughs> the
0: Thank you all. Thank you all for the applause. I'm so happy to be here.
1: (laughs) We're happy to have
0: you. (laughs) Let's get this show on the road. Yes. Where's my bell? Have y'all hidden the
1: bell? Here. Bradley, have you seen my
0: bell? Ding, ding, ding. No.
1: Oh, cool. Tell them how excited you are to be here, Mom.
0: I'm real excited to be here. Turn off that voice. Okay, I'm gonna go.
1: I don't know where the bell is. It'll slowly go away. Once you leave, we'll probably take another shot. And then the real S will end. I can't find my bell, and I'm really pissed off about it, but we will keep going. Oh, oh, see, see. Mom got up and went right to it. That's, that's part of the amazingness of Miss Deborah. Lathan.
0: Lathan, if you're nasty, Director
1: Love. You can find her on Facebook as it's as dead. Director Love. Everybody's she's mama. Down.
0: Even the people on the street that don't know her.
1: When she was making her bows, it was Debo. Debo. He's, no, no,
0: no, no. Her real name is Debo, like from Friday, no. because she's a bully <laughs> she, in real life. I
1: can't say no to that.
0: She stands about five. Three and a half. I'm five four and a
1: half. Oh, you sound like James. <laughs> five eleven three quarters and a half. I don't know where this half came from. Peace. That was my sister Bradley. She'll be on at some episode. But today is Deborah's day, and I'm just so happy to have her here. Um, to have her on the show. She's a fan. She listens. She follows. And um, today we will get some, um, some Deborah isms and some, some conversations, some insight into the woman that is
0: oh God,
1: and the woman who has helped create this, uh, this this giant of a man, both euphemismly and physically myself. So Mom, how are you today? I'm great. 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 How many steps you got so far?
0: Uh, Bradley's in here. I don't want her to know because I'm in competition. I have uh, fourteen thousand seven hundred and eighty-six. Wow. She was at the fleet at the thrift store at six a.m. Ask her how many hours of sleep she got last night.
1: Her and my sister are in deep competition with the steps thing.
0: We're not in competition. We're just trying to live a healthier life. I need her off these medications. I need her to live. I've got little African babies to raise, and they need to run around with their hair wild and dashikis.
1: I agree. I agree. That's wonderful. Thank you, Bradley. Get out. So, Mom, we're here. Is there anywhere you want to start specifically? No. No? Well, I'd, I'd like to start, and I'm sure this will get the ball rolling in terms of conversation and where this conversation will go. What? What's... Uh,
0: at any time, I may walk off. What? <laughs>
1: She's convinced that at some point I'm going to, like, piss her off. off. Yeah. (laughs) She's going to leave. But I'm telling you, that's not the aim here. The aim here is just for us to grow closer in a medium that we don't often get to communicate in. About to go. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you doing this? (laughs) There's no threat of me walking off, right? No, because this is my show and I have to make something happen. But that's fine. So, um... So I guess the first question I'll ask is what inspired your parenting style? Now, that question comes from um, a little background information for the people. So I wouldn't. In comparison to my cousins, which are really the only people who I have to compare my growing up to, and not just Charles James and Pam, but Lashawn too, Um, I guess. Me and Bradley have had more um, say or more, have been allowed to express more opinions about things that we took part in or didn't take part in. Um, where do you think that came from?
0: Well, it has come back to haunt me in a sense. But uh, I wanted to always kind of know what was on you guys' mind. Okay. And I would hear a lot of parents say, shut up, (laughs) listen to me. And then the kids would be secretly saying, oh, I can't, oh, she made me sick, I can't do this. So I didn't want that. I want you to tell me how you really feel. Not that it would change anything, but I just wanted to know.
1: Okay. Did that have anything to do with, with me, at least? Did that have anything to do with Dad? No. <laughs> okay. You can say no. That's fine. I was just wondering. Um so was there anything that was like the it didn't have anything to do with like your upbringing or how you were raised?
0: I don't think I got to say very much.
1: Right. So that's what I'm saying. Right. Like because you didn't get to say much, was that one of those things that like, well, you know, my kids are going to have some kind of conversation. I don't know. I
0: didn't really uh I didn't really do a lot of that. You know, I hear a lot of people say, well, I didn't have this, so my kids going not have everything. I didn't, I didn't have a lot of that. that. That kind of stuff didn't faze me. Just like I don't know how many hours I was in labor, and I didn't get into all of that.
1: Just like you don't know what time me and Bradley were born? It
0: don't matter, yeah. <sighs> I guess. I mean, what difference does it make?
1: I don't know. It doesn't make any difference. Do so you believe
0: in astrology? A little bit. Okay, well.
1: But we'd like to think that those times were important to you, so you I mean, you it's on your birth
0: it. certificate. <laughs> no, I didn't just memorize it no, on my mind. I had other stuff on my mind. Oh, awesome. <laughs> that some kind of make you feel some kind of way? It doesn't
1: make me feel any kind of way, because, I mean, at this point, I mean, I'm 30, so it doesn't really matter. But... I don't know. I just know parents or no kids that say, yeah, my mom said she was in labor with me for 12 hours. I know people and... like
0: that, too, and I can't stand them. <laughs> <laughs> what okay. does it matter? I, don't, nothing, 12, okay. I, I could make up a story easily and say, you know, I was in labor for 16 hours. Your head was big. You was eight pounds and one and a half.
1: Oh. Was I really eight pounds and one and a half ounces? Yes, you were. I don't believe you. Cause you just got down, you just got down telling
0: me all this stuff about how it don't matter, and now I'm just supposed to believe that you just pulled that number out of nowhere. No, you were eight pounds. I didn't pull it out of nowhere. I know that. And Bradley was seven. Oh, okay. Maybe for you... all of those people that thought I had little babies, who thought you had little babies. Jill. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um,
1: so you said that our your. your Decision to let us speak
0: up or have some kind of say has come back to haunt you. What do you mean by that? Because you cursed in front of me, and I'm not wanting these people to think that I think it's cute. Because I know they be saying, "God, is his mom there? And he's saying all of that."
1: Okay, now I'm
0: not happy with it, fans. Let's be believe more, me. But see, we- that's what happens when you let them speak; they demine. Now,
1: I, I am number one offended by you using these letters, like that's how you talk, okay? Because that's sometimes not how you I do. talk.
0: Sometimes I do.
1: When you were at work.
0: No, sometimes at work I cuss.
1: And let's define cursing. Like, I don't say the F word in front of you. Thank God. I, but you say I curse in front of you, and I don't want people oh to get God. the idea that I just be MF and MF and F that B and F that S. Well no, I, I would about. hope you wouldn't go that far. But I, I wouldn't, but I, I think that there's, I think you should say something other than he curses in front of me. Because I don't think I curse in front of you. I curses like you curses, but I don't curse in front of you.
0: But you're not my mama.
1: If you were my mama, I would not curse in front of you. You're me. my mama, and you cuss
0: in front of me. That's not the fact keep trying to act like this is equal playing ground. I'm not,
1: it's not. I'm not saying it's equal playing ground. You just said that you would hope that if I was your mama I wouldn't curse in front of you like that. And I'm saying you my mama and you do and have. And brought people around that cursed a lot too. Auntie Vanelle. <laughs> that were professional cursers. <laughs> I know. I love them too. But so so yeah. So like I, I mean I, I I say shit. Oh, my God. Oh, my God.
0: Are you serious right now? Fans chime in on that, okay? Oh, my God. Tell me, do you say that in front of your mom? We we just said that you raised us different. Whatever. I didn't try to do that, though, fans. Oh, my God.
1: So, when we was little and I was watching Def Comedy Jam, what did you think was going to happen?
0: You're not the only kid that that deaf comedy joke That
1: watched it with their parents. Other kids had to hide and sneak, and no, you I called me in the room oh, when now, the funny nowadays, stuff was going nowadays, on. Nowadays,
0: they sitting on the couch, hugged up with their mamas, watching Scandal. Oh my! And, and Scandal, Olivia, Cole, Pope, and, and, and the president. And
1: although Scandal doesn't curse, Scandal is a better show.
0: No, I'm saying, you know, that's what they're doing now, babe. Oh my God!
1: We hugged up and watched stuff. We <laughs> hugged up and watched Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. Yeah. And we hugged up and watched The Princess Bride mm-hmm. and Calamity Jane mm-hmm. and The Breakfast Club and Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That's something we really did a lot of. We really enjoyed watching movies together. Mm-hmm. And I still remember when you took me downtown for my birthday that year. And we went to Ronnie's Steakhouse
0: mm-hmm. when it
1: was still on State Street. Mm-hmm. That was fun.
0: hmm
1: I feel like you're zoning out already. No, no, I'm listening. Oh, okay.
0: No, those are good times. A lot of stuff you remember, I don't remember. Oh. Got that mind like a whip. As, I mean,
1: you as know. As Bradley would say, I'm I got a mind like a elephant. Okay. Yeah, well, I guess that's good.
0: Yeah. One
1: one curse word you really hate that I say is is and I I I've never said it in front of you, but I say the word. I say the word. I use the word bitch. Yes. I do,
0: yes, not, and like, I really hate, that. not
1: like frivolously, but I use it,
0: but i don't I really don't think you should use it at all, why <laughs> not, not when you're referring to women, especially black women, but some of them is bees, and if so, you have to get to the root of it, it goes back to the black man, don't let me go deep, it goes. Yeah, all of that. please truth. go deep mom <laughs> <All> <laughs> please go that, deep all of that stuff all of the stuff that the bitches are doing is a result of something the result you of know, what of the black man the I black king know. being taken off of his throne and not being able to do what he need to do for them help me out here Will
1: oh my god please don't call Will he'll write a
0: book <laughs> <laughs> because that's it that's it And and we we are such an oppressed people as it is. Help our queens when they out there doing all of that. It's all a cry for attention. I hear you, but when I'm so leave them alone. Don't call them bitches. Just call them dysfunctional queens. No, we need a we need uh it need to be they crown is ace deuce. Oh my god, (laughs) they crowns is on they deuce. (laughs) Even so, you have to help them.
1: When I if I was to talk to them I wouldn't call them bees to their face.
0: It don't matter. Then don't call them bees behind their backs in front of other people. We're, they're, all, they're all queens. Mom,
1: please don't try to. Don't. You, I know what you're doing. What? And you're trying to appeal to my my deeper blacker side.
0: Well, come on out deeper blacker side. That's not fair. Well, we're, I want well, I want you to. We're taking another shot. I want you to you know, help them
1: I try to help them I'm trying to save the no, you save can, them.
0: You no, know, you go the wrong
1: way about it. I guess. I'll try, but you know, some some of these bees just mm-hmm. trying to say bees?
0: I just wish you just say queens.
1: But they not they not queens, though. They
0: are. They just displaced. They're just dysfunctional. They don't know that they're queens. You have to help them. Bring them into the light. I guess. And some of them they just need to be shaken and given a big old hug. Cause they out here being tough, being this, being that, and they don't even know. They don't have a clue. And really, what they're doing is screaming, "Daddy, daddy, daddy!"
1: We'll we'll table this for yeah. another time because <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know. I need you to speak up a little bit too.
0: Why? It's saying that I'm not uh, loud enough.
1: It's it's picking you up, but you could be louder.
0: Uh, is there something on the computer telling you that?
1: Yeah.
0: Mm. okay.
1: That's. Not that loud That's <laughs> better <laughs> So yeah So I guess that's our bitch
0: conversation And I'm hoping that you'll You know Curtail it somewhat Or you know Kind of think about it When you see some of them now You'll say yeah She looking for her daddy Well I say that anyway
1: You know that's Well then don't call me You know When I used to hang out with Brian. Shouts out to Brian, because I think he might listen to the show secretly Mm
0: -hmm. like on the
1: low. Mm -hmm. Um, I ran into into him uh, a few weeks ago, too. I'll tell you about that later. But we used to say that that should be like one of the top three questions, three or five questions you ask a girl when you meet her you know because when you was young or when I was young and you talk to a girl on the phone for the first time you'd be like yeah so you know what kind of music do you listen to or you know what's mm. your favorite color and now it's really more so like you know do you know your father mm. just so you can try to get an idea of what you're dealing with oh
0: well that's good because I thought the first thing y'all asked was about you know
1: Do they suck dick? Yes. No, that's not a first question. but Y'all take that for granted. No, we don't take it for granted. (laughs) But based on that father question, it gives us a good idea.
0: Oh, my God. Because if she doesn't have a father, she's more likely to. Not only is she
1: more likely to, but she's more likely to take that as a cue on how to please a man.
0: Oh, my God. Oh, my Lord. Have mercy. And then they get in their car and they drive over to suck the private. We never did that in my day.
1: Well, right. Explain explain (laughs) (laughs) explain dick sucking in your day.
0: (laughs) No, but first of all, There was (laughs) no (laughs) Yo mama had to die. (laughs) It had to be your birthday, Christmas, or some shit like that. We didn't just run around advertising it. Run around looking at no nigga licking our tongue out. Oh my god. We didn't know that. Uh uh. And we suddenly was not gonna drive and take it to him. He'd have to come and find us in Afghanistan.
1: I did say that to somebody Somebody was telling me About one of their friends And how they was um, They was taking the bus Over to this guy's Mm -mm. house Oh lord And I was like Does he not have a car? Mm -mm. And then she was like I think so And I just Without even knowing it I just flipped into Into mom mode And I was like Ain't no way (laughs) Ain't no way I'd be taking The the pussy to nigga (laughs) Ain't no way
0: Mm -mm. But Mm. And you then he called Nowadays they call Uber for you Well at least they paying for it Whatever they want you to go
1: Oh, mm. I'm, mm. I, I thought mm. you meant call Uber To pick you up and bring you over
0: No to pick you up and take you home oh. You get over
1: there y'all. They do both mm. I mean I'm, mm. I've had an, an offer for mm. an Uber To be called for me mm. To pick me up and bring mm. me over mm. Mm. But I'm a special oh, kind of guy
0: Oh lord name. Jesus I'm a special kind of guy Whatever Did you S- ring the doorbell with your hands full uh, full
1: of these nuts. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Um, mm, mm, mm. so I got some questions for you. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, I I like the way the conversation is going now. So just you know, just answer them and give honest answers and kind of just flow with it. You know,
0: mm-hmm. say yes or no if I don't want to answer.
1: Yeah, but I don't I don't have anything on here like that.
0: Mm-hmm. We'll see.
1: Um. So transcendent moments in your life. So I'll give you some examples. So, um, like, I vividly remember coming home from, like, the day of 9-11. Uh-huh. Like, I remember that I had on this, um, this like, mustard yellow polo and these tan Calvin Klein jeans. I had on these Timbaland boots that I got from Marshalls. Um, I remember you calling me on my cell phone and all the teachers, like, allowing us to use our cell phones I was in Miss Sanders biology class. Shouts out to Miss Sanders. Um, and um I texted like this girl that went to Whitney Young, who I used to ride the metro with. And then I t- you called and um you asked if, you know, I was gonna meet up with TT to try to come home together or something like that. And I was like, probably not, and not trying to go through downtown. And then I got home and we were in the den. And just watching, like, the footage over and over, them showing the planes flying to the buildings and stuff like that. Like, that was a big deal for me. Um, obviously, Obama getting elected. You know, me and Corey were down downtown in Grant Park when he gave the acceptance speech and all that kind of stuff. Um, I remember a lot of the OJ stuff, which is just coming up and fresh on my mind from watching the show. I remember being in the basement and watching the, uh, the chase on TV. Um, and I remember you watching Princess Di's wedding. Yeah, No. No, it wasn't the wedding. it was her dying,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and them showing the the car and the tunnel all crushed mm-hmm. up and all of that stuff. I remember that stuff very vividly what are What are those events for you?
0: <laughs> I think I uh I really felt for Princess Diana. Why? I don't know.
1: Because I remember that effect Well, because I felt you. like OJ like, didn't. So,
0: I don't know. Well, because I liked her.
1: What did you like about her? Cause it's, well, okay. Because it, it's hard for me to imagine how much you really knew about her. Because, like, nowadays, I mean, people, if you were to compare Prince... I knew and,
0: Charles was a cheater.
1: Prince Charles?
0: <laughs> Whatever. How did you know that? <laughs> because it was all everywhere. It was one with that woman forever. Oh. What's her name? Camilla. Oh, okay. Yeah. With her ugly side. Not that that matters. We see That's that doesn't true. matter. Maybe Diana but, uh,
1: didn't suck private.
0: I don't know. Well, Princess, she, what's her name look like she did. Oh, my God. <laughs> and you hold <laughs> that against her. <laughs> no, I don't. He just was a cheater. He never should have married her knowing that he was still in love with what's her name. But, you Camilla know. Parker Bowles, is that her name? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I just felt for her. And, you know, she you know, did a lot of charity work and went around. I, I liked that. I felt like she was genuine in what she did. And her boys are just wonderful as a result of that, I think.
1: Okay, so what else?
0: <clears throat> About what? Of the events in your life. Because when
1: she died, you was I was born. So that's that is somewhat recent in the the life of Deborah. <clears throat> something when you was my age, something when you were
0: younger. Well, um
1: uh, Alright, go ahead.
0: Okay, I was very much um uh, affected by uh The assassination of Fred Hampton and Mark Clark of the Panther Party. I was about 15 or 14 or 15, 16 years old when that happened. I was going to Crane High School, and I was not far from where it actually happened. So we actually walked out of school that day, a group of us, a very large group of us. We went over to the house where, you know, they had shot it up, Mm -hmm. and then we proceeded in a march downtown.
1: Now, keep going, keep going. I'm sorry. And
0: and during the march, we sang a whole lot of songs that, you know, takes my little sister Pam to sing them for you because she knows them all because I came home and I told them all everything and sang the songs to them. That was uh, very, very important to me. I'm so proud to have been a part of that. Uh, I know my auntie, when I got home, she was going to be mad, but I did not care because I felt like I was a part of something that was so... Very important. And when we got home and I watched the news and waited for them to say that it was a peaceful protest, that was all I wanted to hear because that's all we talked about on the march.
1: Hmm. Now, how did, like, how did, so this was just, this wasn't just your school that did that though, right?
0: I don't know. I think it was just my school. So how many of y'all was it? It was a whole bunch of us. What, a hundred? It may have been more than that because Hmm. they had, we had police all out there lining the streets. And a lot of kids, you know, like in anything, some of them just went out because they was walking out. Hell, let's go too. Right, right.
1: But, um, How did y'all, like, so the only, I'm trying to kind of put this in context as far as like the marches or the the demonstrations that have happened this year and things like that. I mean, all of that was very much like social media organized, very um, social media driven. How did y'all communicate like that? Like, well,
0: that, well, I was probably a freshman or a sophomore. I'm sure there were seniors that were involved in the Black Panther Party to some degree. Because Mark Clark and Fred Hammond, they were 21 years right, old. Right, That's something I, so, I actually just found out. Right. So these were young people. So, you know, hey, it were people there that got it started. When we heard that, it was like, oh, hell no.
1: I've plugged this on the podcast before. But if you get a chance to watch Vanguard uh, uh, Black Panther, Vanguard of the Revolution, It was on PBS a couple weeks, a couple months ago. Everybody in this house was watching it, and uh, it's a really, really in-depth look at you know the forming of the party, the um, the the different mindsets of people in the party that although had the same goal in mind had very different uh, ways of achieving that goal, and that's also where I found out that yeah, uh, Fred Hampton was only twenty one. When he not only was uh, leading and was a spokesperson for such a powerful movement, but was killed for it subsequently as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, anything else? And I guess those that pretty much maybe highlighted it for me as a way to get involved. And like even now, I'm looking for a way to get involved in something that makes a difference because the the gang violence and all of that it 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 affects me. But what I see, and I see people doing nothing has really moved me enough to get involved because we're just scratching the surface mm-hmm. and the people that we do get are not the ones that we need to get because the, I'm saying, I'm saying the ones that are really in these gangs that's out here that's doing this shooting and killing they ain't listening to no TV they ain't listening to nobody because they caught up in what they doing so it takes something special to get in there to get to those people and in order to get to them you got to be willing to die because that's what may happen. Mm. And ain't nobody like that. You know, they talking, you know, we need jobs. We, we do. And I have no problem with that. But are you going to get the real the real thug with a job? Is he going to lay down his gun? It's okay. I'm going to go work now. You think so? No. I think it's deeper than that. So you've you got to get in there. And I don't, know, I don't know how to do that. And like I say, when you decide that you're going to do that, you've got to be willing to lay down your life because you may have to because that's what it'll take for some of them. I, I remember seeing this, this, this something on TV where this lady, which is something that I thought that I could do, and I'm glad I saw her, because she was trying to talk to this brother. Brother, you don't want to do this. You don't want to kill nobody. You don't want to hurt nobody. He hit her in the face with his fist so damn hard and took her first. Wow. You want to hear that? So some of them out here, they really, truly don't give a damn. And we're not getting those. And I don't think a, a job is going to get them. I don't know what it's going to take. But we're not reaching those.
1: Hmm. That's very interesting. Mm-hmm. That's, that reminds me of something that, uh, that Matt said when he was on the podcast. Like, he can't, you know. Unless you can, like, go up to some of these drug-dealing niggas and, you know. Take the take the pack out of their pocket and, and put something else equal or greater than into their pockets. Then you're mm-hmm. really not on a level that they can understand.
0: Right, because they don't want no minimum wage job.
1: Not even if it's fifteen dollars
0: No, ain't nothing you can do with that. It's very
1: true. So, so you you have this you you have this very um, I don't want to like cheapen it by calling it deep. But you have this very uh, introspective, revolutionary side. But, you know, you, you're you also a bit of a party girl.
0: I'm so...
1: <laughs> I'm not saying... You can,
0: you can be both. No, I,
1: I'm def, I definitely think you can. I'm just wondering where the, you know, how the duality came in. Or maybe as a child... Uh, later... Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. My mom just showed me a picture that the mom from um the mom from Everybody Loves Raymond is di- just
0: died. How old was she? I don't know. I didn't get all of that. I just gave you that information.
1: Oh. Um, she was funny.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, that's messed up. But we ain't talking about no white ladies right now. Anyway, um yeah, so like, cause you know, I've I've heard about you, you know, partying, and you know the stories from when you worked at Greyhound and the quote unquote program. But I guess back then, um, and I don't want to say back then, like it was you know hundreds of years ago. We're talking about the seventies. Um, I guess partying was like a, a celebration, or partying was more of a a a release.
0: Yeah. And uh, I'm so proud to have been a part of that era, okay? Okay. Well, um, we had a lot of, we had after work sets. So, you know, what you go into a club at 10 or 11 o'clock at night, we could go and get that same atmosphere from 5 to 10. Mm-hmm. And then go home and be ready for work tomorrow. And get a decent night's sleep. And have a good time. Because I'm <laughs> saying the atmosphere, the lights, the music, everything's the same. And I would party three, four nights a week like that. You know, I had different sets out I had a Monday night set I would go to, Wednesday night, of course, Friday, you know. And be from 5 to 10. And then go home and, uh, you know, unless you, you know, hooked up or something. Oh,
1: God. I was
0: not no hooker
1: upper. Oh, really? Really. Never?
0: Not really. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay.
1: That's a good Keep answer. Keep it
0: moving. I'll take that answer. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it was a whole different thing. You know, that was... I mean, I was... Brought up in an era where if you standing on a bus stop and a man pull up and say you want to ride, you could get in the car with him. Mm-hmm. You know, and not have no problem. Of finding your head in his trunk the next morning. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so you know, I did that a couple of times. Thank God, I was safe. But you know, we didn't have those worries. Mm.
1: What do you think changed? Like, why do you think it's so much? It's so, so I don't, I don't know any girl. That would hear that story and would say, yeah, that's happened to me before. Thank God. Why well, thank God. God?
0: Because the men are crazy now.
1: What What drove the men crazy? I don't know. Not having a private
0: suck? <laughs> no. No. no <laughs> I don't think that's it. I don't think that's it. Mm-mm. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. Do you think crack did it? No, because these men are everybody's not smoking crack. No, I don't know. I don't know. Something happened to the black man.
1: It, it ain't just black men. White men ain't pulling
0: ain't pulling up and picking up women either. We don't either. care about them. We talking about them. Huh.
1: Well, I mean, the black man. A lot of stuff has happened. Crack definitely had something to do with it. Um, We've stopped valuing each other. We don't really. I don't know. We don't well, care. Valuing and trusting. Yeah. But I guess, I mean, what are you trusting? Like,
0: I mean, some of these niggas are crazy. Yeah. And then when I think back to some of the stuff I did, me and my cousin was uh, out one night at some club, and we came out, and these guys was following us and stuff, and, you know, we was talking, and they talking, and we jump in the car, you know, and uh, lock the front doors and stuff, and the back door was open. We opened the back door! (laughs) I am like, dang! But, uh... You know, we got through
1: it. Look I'm a, I'm afraid to ask more about this story. But, um...
0: What? What story? This story about these niggas getting in the back seat oh, they and how y'all I mean, got through it. I mean, they opened the door to let us know. But they was cool, though. You could reach a... They had a conscience then. I don't think they have conscience now. Men don't think. They don't care anymore. You know, they was like, they wasn't going to do nothing to us. It's just to let you know you got your door open. Your door is still open while you trying to get all jazzy and run.
1: Hmm. Okay. Now, do you... But y'all dressed crazy back then, too.
0: Yeah, some of us did. Like, I y'all was... had... Ha- always
1: cool. Y'all had hot pants oh, and, yeah. and tops with just, like, crop tops with your stomach out and stuff. And y'all wore those things together. So you got all your legs showing... And you got your stomach out, and you got them platform shoes on, so your calves is popping.
0: And Did you it, ever see my... Pe- oh, you saw
1: it. And, like, women... Y'all obviously wasn't afraid that, you know, y'all was going to get raped, or y'all was going to get beat up, and they was just going to mm-hmm. take the privates, but... No,
0: we sure wasn't.
1: So, is there any... So, you you definitely don't see any validity in the talk of this, you know, this, like, rape culture that's coming back being attributed to, like, women dressing scantily. mm
0: Mm-mm. No, that was a while. I dressed pretty scantily. I remember some shorts I bought from Fredericks of Hollywood.
1: Fredericks of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Is there a point when that was <laughs> closer to TJ Maxx than what never, I'm thinking
0: of? Never. <laughs> they were some little shorts. Oh God. Mm-hmm. For them little legs. Mm-hmm. It was all in proportion then, though. Oh God. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um.
1: Inspirations. Um, People you looked up to And I'll again I'll give you this By giving you people who I looked up to Or people that I remember taking things from Both mentally and stylistically So um, Jahi My barber Oh Oh, I remember I used to see him at the African festival all the time You know he was Jahi was a barber And then at some point he stopped Cutting hair and worked for, started working for CTA, but um Jahe had dreads, you know he had a chew stick in his mouth all the time, um just a deep dude, and I remember uh seeing I I would after he stopped cutting my hair I would like run into him every so often and you know one time I ran into him and I had on these jeans that had an American flag on it and he kind of dropped me some knowledge on that and, you know um. And, you know, he saw me on the bus one time. He saw me drinking a soda and he, you know, dropped me some knowledge on that. And, you know, he used to smoke BDs back in the day and, you know, all this other kind of stuff. Um, Auntie Shepsu. Big inspiration to me or big, big person that helped form uh, or an ex- something I saw that I, you know, when I when we walked into her basement apartment over there on was that Saginaw mm-hmm.
0: she yeah. would love to hear that
1: when we went down there and she had that you know that chair that hung from the ceiling mm-hmm. that, that basket chair and she had um you know the the panther the the, the ceramic panther with the paw up and she had her incense burning and in her, her bushes and her plants and stuff I said to myself I'm gonna get me some plants and I'm gonna burn me some incense you know um Marciano had a big influence on me as far as, like, clothing and and gear and stuff like that. Um... People along those lines that I've like seen and maybe not, you know, spoke up and said these things to them, but definitely took things from them and put them in my back pocket and find myself revisiting those thoughts. Or, you know, when I'm decorating or when I'm buying incense or when I find myself stopping in these little black stores and stuff like that, people that that reminds me of. Who are those people for you?
0: I don't know. I think I am that people. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious, though. I mean, there are people that I love being around and talking to and people that I enjoy, but there... I don't know that there's anyone... I don't know. Well, there was a, a manager at uh, PageNet, Sue Kenziora. I, I, uh, I liked her, and I learned some things from her, some things that I, that, that I used, you know, um one of our first interactions was I had got real upset because I had wanted to take a day off. Some cousin had, had died or got killed or All something. Right. And uh, they wouldn't give me the day off. And it pissed me off, and it just turned my whole attitude. And uh, she called me in the office about my attitude being changed. And uh, I just listened to her talk for a while, and then I got kind of fed up, and I, I was, you know, on the verge of tears, and I said... First of all, I never take off. I come in here, and I do my job, and I ask for one day off for a funeral, and you tell me no. I said, I, 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 I don't get that. I said, people around here leaving, whatever, whatever, I made to deal. And my passion impressed her. Mm-hmm. And from that point on, we were tight. She promoted me. She uh, made sure that when I left there that I was able to get a supervisor's job at Sprint. And just some things she said when, when things would go on, and I would talk to her, and I would say, well, you know, they say I'm doing this, I'm saying I'm doing that. And she would say, well, are they? Are you? And she said, perception. You know, you just have mm-hmm. to change people's perception. And she just told me stuff that uh make me think now. When, when I would say something, she would say, give me an example. So a lot of times now when people say, well, you know, you do this, and you always do that. Okay, so give me an example of that. When? And I've carried that. 'Cause y'all can never tell me when.
1: I tell you when all the time. Whatever. You say, that's something Whatever. different.
0: But Ta- I, I like people. Mm-hmm. I like people. And I like I like young people. I like people in all walks of life. I just love to hear what they have to say. Uh Trent. I love Trent. I love her attitude. You know, Vanel, everybody. You know, I just I love people. I love the way they come from. I like to hear it. Be open to it and say, You was really crazy.
1: Tell me about Jerry
0: McKnight. Oh, I loved her. That's my father's first cousin. And she took me in when I was kind of in between 18. Okay. But uh, she, was, she was a real person, real. Mm. You know, she was an alcoholic. Okay. But uh, she worked her job, and she would go to bed sometimes, and she would call it Ready Roll. So she would, you know, be drunk. She'd put her clothes on at night, so when the morning comes, she was already rolled. She'd get up, she go. <laughs> she worked at County Hospital. But uh, she told me some real things, too. Like she was what? just. Uh, Can you give us one? What's one real thing she told you? Uh, stiff dick has no conscience. Oh, my God. She told me that. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Wow, that's deep. Yeah, she told me that. Yeah, and she told, you know, every goodbye ain't gone, you know, things like that. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. She was the one that used to lead the music playing in her apartment? No, that was a cousin of mine that I would let him stay in my apartment, and he'd be up there asleep with uh, George Benson playing as loud as it could be. George Benson is that (sighs) shit? This masquerade. Wow.
1: She's who introduced you to Esther
0: Phillips? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, she was a good, she was a a jazz, you know, playing. She knew, uh, what's his name? Who? I'm trying to think. He's still alive now.
1: God. What does he play?
0: I'm trying to think of the song. I don't know if he'd play anything he sings. My Funny Valentine. What's his name? Come on. Will knows his name. Oh, God. He'll come to me. He's a guy? It's a guy? Yeah. He's still living now, I believe. Huh? Billy Paul? No.
1: Chet Baker? No.
0: God I can't think of him
1: I'm just getting um I'm just getting women really I mean Frank Sinatra no,
0: that's probably he did it, but no mm- it'll come to me keep okay. talking.
1: but yeah,
0: um but yeah, she would play her Esther Phillips and Lou Rawls and all those type of things so i I got a lot of stuff from her
1: what um so there's this thing you do when you listen to music. And I think I've attributed it, or I, I have it. Um, it came up the other day when we were listening to that Billy Paul song, um, mm-hmm. I Was Married. Oh, yeah. And there was a part of that song that, um, you know, was only, you were waiting the whole mm-hmm. seven minutes yeah. to get to it. It
0: didn't work.
1: Mm-hmm. And when it came on, now, the only way I can explain this. This is gotten warm. Pour some cold stuff on it. Oh, God. Um this is the closest the close so okay so we go to church. The closest I get to the expression that people in church have when you know the pastor say something really good and they stand up out of their seat and they you know they exclaim they, they they have to make some kind of audible sound. A lot of time they just throw their hand up and say yes or whatever. I did that Sunday in church. The closest I get to that feeling is um, when uh, when the Superfly soundtrack comes on and that da 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 I feel that when that happens. Um, and, and I got that, I feel like, from you. Where did you get it from? Where did you get this this, uh, this m- viral or this whole body f- love and, and expression for music or towards music? Dad has it, too, where, you know, yeah, you know, he'll put his hand up. and He'll really start bopping his head to it. Where did that come from?
0: Mm, I don't know. I, well, I just put myself in the moment. Mm hmm. And I, I just feel it. Even even when you guys would dance, I could feel it. If I could dance, I could do it. I feel it. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I'm real, you know, emotional like that. Sure. And I get in it. And I, I just, I've had some good times. And I'm still having a good time. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't like it when people say, you know, those were the good old days. I'm still making good old days. Hell, yesterday was a good old day. <laughs>
1: yeah I, I I don't know I, I like to see I like to see you in that state and I like to see Dad in that state and I like to see when people like really like connect to music or like find these parts of the music that just really like that's, that's it right there. Like that part right there is the best part of that song. Mm-hmm. He was really doing it or killing it when that part right there happened.
0: My mom and my aunts, all of them were party people, music people. So we we grew up in a house where it was always Saturdays, somebody was always over, the music was live. they were dancing. And I remember a lot of those songs, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you turn on a dusty station from the 60s to the 80s, it's very few songs I don't know.
1: mm mm-hmm. I, I would almost say that I'm very close. And I remember, um, and I don't know how important this was to you or or if you even remember it, because apparently I remember a lot of stuff that you didn't don't remember. Mm. But I remember when Dusty Radio 1390 was still on. Mm-hmm. And we'd be driving somewhere, and I'd be in the back seat, and I would hate it. I would cry and scream when you played this old music. Oh and at some point, it just got more and more comfortable. And then at some point, you would ask me, you know, who is this? And some of them I knew.
0: And she then... was 90. Let her die.
1: Yeah, she was really old. That's the lady from Everybody Loves Raymond. But um, was, there a, was there a reason that you wanted me to enjoy this old music? Or was there, was there some kind of science behind it?
0: Oh, I just wanted you to know it and appreciate it like you do now.
1: I do. Mm-hmm. Did you somehow know that there would be such a decline in the quality of music and in the the craftsmanship of music? Because music, the music that we're talking about, which is probably music, like you said earlier, very much between the 60s and I would say late 70s. I wouldn't even really get into the 80s. I mean, some of that Marvin Gaye stuff went to the 80s, but he was easily on his way down by then. But, um... (laughs) was there a did you know that people like that groups of musicians wouldn't still be going into a room to cut an album did Mm -hmm. you know that Mm -mm. you know playing an instrument would in some way be reduced to sitting behind a computer and programming and cutting up old stuff at
0: that point had no idea i just wanted you to know what i knew because now, when I think about Smokey Robinson, who in his music used to beg the women, and now they is saying "slap of it, slap of it," it's it's so far removed. They used to love us, and I guess that's got something to do with it too. You know? Sure. Oh my God, he yeah, used to but, say, see, baby, but see, baby, baby.
1: but see, but see, everything you're saying is like creating this this weird loop, and I don't know if you know it, but like so. Women don't have they daddies. Like, m- these dudes that's making these songs now about slap a bitch and bitches gonna suck my dick and all this oh stuff. Oh my gosh,
0: see, this is what I'm saying. They didn't get don't this stuff from nowhere. Hey, it's just an acceptance, you know. The guards and the standards were just let down and all of this was able to just seep in. And then people just started applauding it and they just got bolder and bolder with it. I don't know and you know it's, just, it's sad to say some of it I like if it's got a hook
1: well yeah that's my, that, that leads into the next question of so you made you, were in, you wanted me to know the stuff that you knew but why did you think it was important to know the stuff that I was knowing I, so from the time that TT bought me that boombox I was like heavy on my music stuff I, I cut my I like you know made my own little tapes and stuff um, you know, I, I DJ'd in the backyard and played music and played tapes and stuff. But, like, why do you know No Diggity? Why do you know P-I-M-P? Why do you know um, many men?
0: Oh, and I don't know, but you know what? I was listening to a lot of Nelly. I like his stuff, too. I got to go back and get the words because I want us to do a video okay. where we just do uh, uh, maybe 30 seconds, you know, saying a little stuff together because he got some little slick on him.
1: Kicked the bee up out the room because she used the word owl. I
0: know, ain't that fun? <laughs> oh, I listened to that the other day on my walk. Yes, because she used the word owl. That's a shame too. And I don't know where I get. And I even ask myself sometimes, where do I get this kind of uh, cold-blooded pimp type stuff from? But I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh you, my
1: god! You've easily, you've ruined Charles with it. because oh, oh, <laughs> Charles. Charles will send you a link from the Mac with no problem.
0: He will. He will.
1: Another movie that we shouldn't have watched early, (laughs) but watched early.
0: Oh my God, just trying to let you know what was out there. But oh my God, and it's, ooh. And then, too, when I, my last year in high school, I worked at this community center. And the school sent me to this place, and it wasn't nothing but a bunch of players that worked there. And it was a, a non-for-profit organization, and they were, you know, helping the kids in the community and stuff. And these was nothing but players. They was drinking that syrup stuff then. They was carrying pistols, would come in. I'm sitting at the desk and a pistol on the desk. I'm like, damn. <laughs> I couldn't be scared because they was they was gangsters. And they would tell me, they would bring their little girlfriend in, and I'd be saying, hi, how you doing? He told me, look, don't be getting friendly with none of them bitches, because you may have to cross them at any minute. Oh, my God. They, they were just cold and straight up, and I was like, damn, and I'm a child. <laughs> and then the one guy, they were saying that every girl that worked there, that he had sex with him, I was a virgin. I'm like, he is not. And as he got close to my graduation, I was nervous and scared. And the girl was working. She's like, uh oh girl. Everybody, everybody. I said, oh, he ain't getting me. And he didn't. Oh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Not that she would tell us. No, he didn't. I mean, for the most part, he knew, you know, so he was just kind of respectful. They knew I had a little boyfriend or whatever, but they ain't care nothing about him. They just shot him. And I seen him actually shoot one guy in the leg, and then they bandaged it up. So this is the kind of gangster shit that I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) I would go to work, and he would just have me riding around with him in the car while he going to pick up his syrup, his stuff from the cleaner. So that's what I would do. And they'd be walking around talking killing pimp shit. <laughs> Amazing. That's crazy. Yeah. So I think I got a lot I think a lot of that stayed in me on some stuff in regards to just being cold blooded on some stuff and <sighs> You gotta know who you can trust and hey.
1: Mm. Did you have any um I don't want I don't wanna use the term heroes, but like who were like Who were cultural or like famous people that you like looked up to or like that you took like a deep interest in? Like, I mean, I don't want to say I mean, I was younger and I guess when I was really younger, my equivalent was like the Ninja Turtles. Like I was really into the Ninja Turtles or when I got older, I was like really into Jay-Z. Like, who were those people for you?
0: Well, I like Malcolm.
1: Mom, don't have me say Jay-Z and then you say Malcolm.
0: Well, I don't know anybody.
1: Or was, or was Jay Z, or was Malcolm? Uh, I don't, I don't want to say was was Malcolm like Jay Z, but like was he a? Well, I mean, were revolutionary leaders pop icons like that? Well, I don't, I don't
0: know. I don't when know.
1: when Malcolm was up, did did dudes start wearing glasses more?
0: I don't know. I don't. I don't remember that. I don't remember that part of it.
1: Hmm. But oh. you get what I'm saying, like you know, like. When I was in high school, Jay-Z kind of shaped culture. And he mm-hmm. kind of, things kind of moved. I don't moved know. You know moved.
0: what? I don't, I don't even know if I was, I don't know. I don't, I just.
1: You didn't see no pictures of, um, of Eartha Kitt and Wanna Wear Your Head Like That. But like, you know
0: what? I did. I looked, well not Eartha Kitt. And it was nobody in general. Mm-hmm. I looked at a lot of magazines and I saw looks that, you know, okay, I like that look. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was, I was pretty fly. Because I saw certain stuff that I liked. And stuff that looked good on me, and I I did that. But it was no certain person or uh, no certain movie star or singer that I said, oh yeah, I like her style. I'm to dress like her. Mm mm. It was bits and pieces of a lot of people, a lot of things. Like I said, I looked at you know Cosmopolitan, all the fashion magazines, and just got certain stuff from there.
1: Not just the black ones. Mm mm. But you Mm-mm. did look at the black ones.
0: Yeah. But not I just anymore. looked at I looked at fashion and at that time it was not necessarily no black fashion or, or white fashion. it was just stuff that I liked certain cuts and you know just a certain way that I wanted to look and I wanted to look sophisticated hmm. and I, I always wanted to see myself from a distance and see how somebody would see me when I'm coming and I still I do that now you know if somebody's sitting in the car and I'm coming toward them'm I'm they're gonna, I'm gonna to they see me coming I got to walk for it.
1: Okay.
0: (laughs) I'm bad like that. Okay. (laughs) I Um, try to tell Bradley to have one, too, because she just be coming. Oh, God. Get it together. Do you see a lot of yourself in Bradley? Um, Well, maybe attitude-wise sometimes, but not uh, game-wise. She has some, and she's she's, uh, getting better with it. But she, you know, tried to tell me everything ain't no game or she and I keep telling her it's not game like you think it is. It's all game. It's all game.
1: Hmm.
0: What about me? Well, you try to think you got something. You got a little, I guess. I don't know. I don't wanna get in the But yet. outside
1: of game, just like I mean, I don't know. Like
0: Yeah, I do.
1: Okay. I do. Like what?
0: Well, on, on a on a um, uh, kind of an emotional level, mm. you know. I think uh, well, like when we get to talking about the the, the the bitches and the queens and stuff, I think you know where I'm coming from deep down inside. I st- I, I I still think uh, how you was raised. Uh, I still think a lot of the stuff you do is a rebellion against that because when you were coming up, you used to get kind of teased because of how you talked. And little Pam, every time you would talk, she would crack up. Because you can explain some stuff and you can make it sound good. And that would just amaze her. And I think, and and I would even tell you then that you wanted to be, you know, just a nigga, but it's not in you. You can't. You can't even mask that now. So then why do you and Bradley call me bougie and try to make me feel bad about it? Because you don't have to take it to the next level. Oh, God. Mm. Just be regular with it. I guess. And so I want to know why you don't dance. Why you won't dance. It's not that I won't dance. And it's not that I don't enjoy
1: dancing. I just... Um... I don't know. I I never mm, I don't know. Like the highlight of my dance career sh- to this day is probably still um that um that show at the Beverly Arts Center where um I wasn't really supposed to be in it, but I think Derek might have got hurt and like Bertino asked me to jump in. Beverly Arts
0: Center? Yeah.
1: It was that 2PK show. I don't remember. Nikki and the black girl that did the African dance, Danielle. Mm-hmm. Like she, they did this two preachers
0: girls, mm-hmm. two
1: preachers kids show.
0: I Think I remember that. I don't think it was about. It wasn't at Chicago State.
1: No, it was at the Beverly Arts Center for okay. sure. Cause I remember
0: um, uh,
1: Sam dropped me off and I went and you know uh, Bertino asked me to jump up there and and jump in and I don't know I i I never really got the accolades from dancing
0: that I got from other stuff, and he could be on the Emmys, the Oscars when they have the dancers come out. he can be one of those every time I see it. I think that
1: I'm not doubting that I wasn't good, but I didn't get the confirmation that I got from like theater stuff or even like even the band like I never really got that for dance. I got my mom saying that I was really good at it. And although you don't give... Everybody
0: said it. People in the crowd, you didn't hear them. I did.
1: Axo didn't say it.
0: Axo gave you two.
1: Second place. No, they didn't. They gave me second place in theater. I didn't get anything for dance.
0: That's because you danced with Pierre. You didn't. I danced by
1: myself. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. I mean... It's definitely something that I think about doing, like, you know, um, once I lose a little weight.
0: And I think that that's your problem. I think that's the main problem. It's not,
1: it, it's, it is somewhat, it's not as much of the problem as you think. I just.
0: Well, if you start dancing, then you would lose the weight. I don't doubt that. Encourage him. Oh, my God. Thanks. And I think you need, yeah, it, uh, to see him, it's awesome. I think you should start your goddaughter with just basics. Okay. Because she's about to nay-nay. Mm-hmm. So start her with the basics. You can start her with the little turnouts. You can start her with that. Okay. Just get her started. Mm-hmm. Because she'll be dropping us like it's hot next week. Please don't say that. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, You
1: said, I guess you answered this earlier when you said you did. Was there anything that you didn't get as a child that or didn't have or didn't experience that you wanted to make sure your kids got...
0: Well, I didn't go to college, and I wish I had a... Oh, Okay. Yeah, so let's leave that alone, huh? <laughs> I mean, listen, Bradley went to enough college. <laughs> she everybody... got a degree for you and her. You're right. <laughs> um. Well, I mean, I lost my mother at ten. Right. So I lived with Auntie, who was mean. mm mm-hmm. But uh, hey, I got through, you know, and I guess, um, I don't, and I don't want to say it or sound mean. I don't have a lot of. Uh, sympathy for people who really get caught up because I could have gotten caught up and could be just out here just feeling so sorry for myself and, you know, blaming everything that I don't have or that I'm not on that fact, but I don't.
1: Is that is that why you really didn't... Is, is that why you really didn't let me and Bradley um, experience a lot of stuff that happened? I mean, there were some years where, I mean, I guess there were some things that happened that I guess we could have gotten caught up in. I mean, you know, things that happened with dad or things that happened that, you know, were never, there was never any like, you know, um, hey, come here and sit down and let's talk about this. It was really just kind of like, okay, What's my motto? Your motto is keep it moving.
0: Okay.
1: Okay. Okay. Even now, you won't let me ask any questions about us. Say nothing about it.
0: I mean, you know. Okay, we'll talk about it. Don't. Why are you saying it with that
1: face? I'm not. I'm not looking to talk about it now or talk about it on this podcast. Or anything I know, like that. but I'm, I'm just saying. saying. I'm, I'm asking. Do you think that had something to do with not letting us? Do you think that was some kind of um. Like, obviously, dad didn't die or none. we didn't lose a parent, but having those kinds of um, incidents that could very easily be described as slightly traumatic mm-hmm. or slightly, um, you know, life-altering or mm-hmm. whatever, do you think that you having to, um, you know... I guess, sort of by yourself, like, rise up and, you know, keep it moving in your situation. Is that why you kind of didn't let us um, even, like, really touch on it or get into it at all?
0: Okay, well, I didn't realize I didn't let you guys get into it at all. But in my mind, uh, I do remember consciously saying, or what I wanted to teach was that when things happen, you got to go on. You know, you can have your pity party for a day or so, then get your shit together and come on. Mm. And, you know, when you guys were kids and, you know, they say the terrible twos, I gave you that. When you turn three, Party over. (laughs) (laughs) I've always been like that. I'll put a time on it. I mean, you know, because that's life. You got to keep going. You got to keep going. And that's what I wanted to teach, that, you know, things are going to happen. Now, you can get, you know, wallow and lay around in bed. We can go to therapy, and you can take pills and all that old shit. And what's that going to do? Cloud up your life. Eat up time. Get over it. You know, and I know it's hard for some people. Oh, ooh. And people go through all them changes over cats and dogs. And I know, I know they love their pets. But whatever it is, regardless. I mean, you know, take your time. Do what you got to do. But come on now. Because time is still a ticking, still a ticking, mm. and whoever it was or whatever it is, I'm sure they would want you to be enjoying yourself. Hmm. Proudest moment as a parent? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I guess your your uh, listening audience probably don't know how uh you grew up in church and how you were a deacon and you know just running a little place a little preacher <laughs> i've had i've had several you know that's one of them well you know well i mean you got in the car one time after bible study with patrick winfield and you told me how that you know mom you really have to hate sin if sin comes by you with some hot pants on you just have to turn away <laughs> That's how much you have to hate sin. I was like, well, what you look her there. Oh, my God. <laughs> and now you're chasing <laughs> down.
1: I don't chase it down, but, you know, I see where it's
0: going. <laughs> oh, my God. Pro, what about Bradley? I don't know. I, I've had uh Well, okay, this is a moment that brought me to tears. When she got her master's, uh, I think it was on a Sunday. may have been Mother's Day or something. And we were in church we were just we're standing in the lobby, and she sent me a text, and she said, "Mommy, we did it," and it hit me right then, and I just started crying. Huh. Said we did it. Yep. That bullshit. <laughs> but I, I mean, you know, I've had several different moments. Huh. I always thought you were amazing dancing. I thought you brought the strength, the power that they needed because, and no, nothing, no, nothing intended, but the majority of the dance population are, you know, homosexual men, and that's great. You no know, problem with that. But uh, you brought a presence to it that, you know, just was so powerful. And there was no doubt that you were all man. And all the little judges, when you went to the little competition, they always made comments, oh the men were so cute, the men were so sexy. And we all knew they were talking mainly about you. Oh that physique you had. Oh my god. Get that shit together. And then the modeling, you know, I mean you and Bradley were pretty good at that too. We're great. Mm. So I've had some I've had some 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 great moments. And I think because of the involvement that you guys were in and different things, and I do, I, tell, I would tell all parents, please get your kids when they're young, get them involved in things. That was one of the things that I read, that if you get your girls involved in things, then they're less likely to, you know, get pregnant. Because if they're involved in dance or, you know, gymnastics, they don't want to get pregnant because that's going to mess up what they're doing. Not to say that they won't have sex, but they're smart enough not to get pregnant. Mm-hmm. You know, so those type of things And, and something, and parents nowadays Well, he doesn't want to do that or She doesn't want to do that uh, Venus and Serena, they didn't want to play tennis But their daddy said, you little girls Just going to do this right. And I was going to stop Bradley from dancing Until I read a book in the bathroom And, the ba- and that was about them saying uh, How they, when they were little They really didn't want to play tennis But their dad made them And I came out of that bathroom and said Oh no, you're going to continue Now what she's doing Teaching dance in school. So some things you gotta make a decision. You can't just let them, you know, all the time say, Well, no, I don't want she didn't want to do it, so you know, I didn't make her. Okay. Uh-huh. Sitting around in the house, especially now, you got to get them involved. All they wanna do is be on the computer. Yeah.
1: There is no going outside.
0: Mm mm. Not unless a boy call them.
1: Like that used to. I remember that because um, I was out. There was a while where I was on punishment a lot, but that was my punishment. Like you can't go outside, like not even in the front of the house. And now, I mean, if I couldn't go outside, you'd have to take my computer out of my room. Mm-hmm. You'd have to take, like, there's, there's, there would be nowhere you could put me that would feel like punishment. You'd have to take my. Well, you took cell phones. You definitely took cell phones.
0: Didn't need them anyway.
1: Oh. Well, this was this was great. You think so? I think so. I really mm. enjoyed it. I didn't know about you working at that place
0: with the with the players. Oh yeah, I never heard that story. Yes, real players. Mm. And then I also learned there too, and that's I don't know if I ever told you. You don't ever let anybody know everything you know. I mean, you know, you be smart. Don't let them know how smart you are. You keep some shit. Right. hmm I learned that there too because Mead. That was one of the guys' name. Uh, real smart. Real smart, but he would always go to the little meetings and stuff. They had and stuff, and he would never let them know everything you know. Hold mm. a card to your chest. Mm-hmm. Picked up a lot of little tidbits like that from them. How close in age are you and T.T.? Four years apart. Hmm.
1: Are Are me and Bradley similar in any way to you and her? Cause I mean, you you guys are four years apart. Me and Bradley mm-hmm. are five years no. apart. <laughs> <laughs> not that, not that. Okay, I was just asking.
0: Mm-mm. Well, I mean, you you're a guy and she's a girl, so that's the difference too. Mm. Anything you want to talk about before we go? I don't I don't know anything else to talk about. We've talked about everything pretty much.
1: This has been great. I've really enjoyed it. That's good. I can't wait to post it Thursday. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, give me any feedback. I have game lessons on Thursdays. But I know the game has changed nowadays, you know. It's not like it used to be.
1: Yeah, we would we would love to get some relationship advice. <laughs> Both of us. Old school and new school. Oh Yes. Mm-hmm. Cause I gots it. Uh-huh. I got it. I know too. It's about men's and women's. Mm-hmm. Growing up with her and my sister. Whatever. How they get on a D-nerve. Mm-hmm. And how to get them off. I wish I could give Bradley some. Mm. Bradley Ann, what's his name? I know his name. I just don't want to say it. (laughs)
0: Whatever. (laughs) Well, this
1: has been this has been an awesome episode of the Rojo show. We've done an hour and 10 minutes. Oh, great. I told you it was gonna fly by. Great, great. Um, this is episode 41. As usual, um, I'll be on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, everywhere your favorite uh, your favorite podcasts are found. Um, since I didn't post one last week, I might just post. I I'll probably I probably wait. I will wait till Thursday. What's today? Today's Monday.
0: Mm.
1: I don't know if I can wait that long. This is like sitting on gold. <laughs> Whatever.
0: There's so many people I'd love to get a shout out to. Can I give a shout yeah, out? Yeah, go ahead. Give a shout out to Vanel. Uh, uh, Nikki. Vanelle is the best cursor, Third, second best. Who second? The first. Oh, you're the best, Mom. Oh no, Mm-mm. I don't you're have nothing on no Vanelle. Vanell. But Bradley says Vanelle's cursing is poetry. It
1: it's is. Serious. It's so, very conversational. Whatever. She put things together in a way that I didn't know they could go together at first. <laughs> like she could be in a Quentin Tarantino movie. <laughs> <laughs> she could be Sam Jackson's like counterpart. Um, Nikki. Nikki is Nikki is one of those people who is like very. Why I got into like my own music, cause like I'd go over to their house and Nikki would have all those posters on her wall. I don't know if you ever saw that or. Yeah, band. I remember. She had still. all those. She used to save her little babysitting money or whatever, and she'd come over with the cross color tops on, and she had overalls when overalls was big, and. She dressed me up like crisscrossed at one time at back for Backwoods Day at MPA and Nikki was a big inspiration. Keep going. Keep going with your shout-out.
0: Okay, uh, I'm gonna give a shout out to Annette and hopefully she's listening. She listened to the last one.
1: That's the one we were talking to on Facebook. Right,
0: right. Yeah, oh, she she's was funny. so funny. She is. She, she is hilarious. Hilarious. Thank you for listening. Uh who else? I don't know who else listens. Phyllis. Does she listen? I don't know. We'll give her I, a shout out. We'll make her. I remember her father used to brush my hair really hard. That's why you got them waves. <laughs> Anybody
1: else?
0: I don't know. I can't think of them. And they probably going to say I didn't mention a Mookie. Does Mookie listen? I think so. Okay, well, we'll we shout out to we her. We can't
1: talk about her on the podcast,
0: though. Whatever. At hi, any rate. Hi, Mookie. <laughs> At <laughs> any rate. And then Jared is so, so, I don't know. He turns people off. He'll make you not listen. <sighs> Because he ooh, he he be on people on their Facebook. Let people say what they want to say. Leave them alone. Everything
1: you're criticizing me for, people praise me for. Whatever. I whatever. Was, I'm sorry I won't let y'all say to when you mean to. I'm sorry I won't let y'all say there when y'all mean there.
0: You can't tell them unless they're writing it. What you mean? I'm saying that they're saying that you don't know. Listen, T-H-E-I-R...
1: Is a person. That's their room. That's their car. A shout out to Gwen. Hopefully you'll be listening again. Listen to this while you're getting them steps. <laughs> You've been really walking this week. So put on that podcast and walk. What else? Who else?
0: A shout out to Bradley and Brian. Shh. <laughs> Can you say his name?
1: <laughs> shouts, out to, shouts out to Bradley and what's his name? <laughs> we don't, we don't want to offend our political connects. Shouts out to Chief. That's all I'm going to say about that.
0: Um, oh,
1: Will. You already know. Shouts out to Will, who writes who everything is a book.
0: <laughs> I love it. I get through most of them. Shouts out to Andre and Hector. Yes, yes, my new friends. Oh, God. Um...
1: Shouts out to Matt. He was on the podcast. Shouts out to Gus. Gus will be back on the podcast to talk about Batman versus Superman.
0: Right. Now, I want to I wanna talk to uh, Matt. Okay. Okay, yeah. Talk to him about what? I don't know. He's the one that's political. I yeah. didn't hear all of his. I need to go back and listen to his you podcast. You should. It was a good one. It was yeah. deep. Yeah. We got yeah. in.
1: Yeah. We talked about people to people.
0: Now, is he the one that used to go to uh, Duke's church? Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to know about that, too. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Um where he go now?
1: I'm not sure. Let me know
0: man, hit me up.
1: <laughs> hit her up, man. <laughs> um everybody who everybody who got on the Facebook page, got on my page, uh my boy Emmanuel Brinson, who I went to high school with, who I believe is in the Air Force now,
0: mm.
1: he's got uh He's got a, a beautiful family. He's always posting pictures of them online and stuff. He's a real cool dude. He listens to the show. He asked when you
0: would come on the show. Um, and thank you all for, uh, you know, getting my 10 so that I can come on.
1: Oh, You have far more than 10.
0: Well, and maybe I'll come on again. I'd love it.
1: You can come by anytime. Anytime I am here recording this, you can definitely listen. It's Jasmine's birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday, Jasmine pissed her off. I did, but you know, she'll get over it. She's twenty five now. She's too mature for that. Jasmine and I have never talked to her sister, but her and her sister look very much alike, mm-hmm. which is, They're beautiful
0: girls. They beautiful.
1: Are, they are beautiful mm-hmm. girls. Yes they are.
0: And I don't know, did you piss off Jada?
1: Jada, probably. But Jada's got a, <laughs> Jada's got a boyfriend now.
0: That don't I mean, mean nothing. I don't
1: know. Jasmine got a boyfriend too. That
0: was me at the wedding. Um, where is the it might be a little bit away. And that's all great. So thank you guys for, you know, requesting that I be on.
1: Yeah, yeah. Vanelle said something. Um, my boy Phil, shouts out to Phil, T T, Hector, Shauna, Bryant. Uh, Marcine from the church. Oh, Marcine.
0: Oh, yeah, Cookie, Cookie! Oh, now that's my girl there. I'd we like go to way have back now. I'd we like having
1: this Cookie on.
0: Oh yes, tell her, tell her, Cookie, you're gonna have to come on. We've molded some lives. Um, Ovetta. Oh yes, yes. Corey, yes. Sean's oh yes, and he know Corey. Now, that's has, Dion. Dion. He he yeah, Bradley told me. Yeah. Now wait a minute. Go back to Corey now, because that Corey has grown. Corey, you have grown into quite a little honk remember when i told you to stay away from them girls
1: oh god um yeah like a lot of people talked about it that's great yeah Shouts out to everybody who who uh paul listens to tim
0: oh yes yes another children's church baby
1: um yeah it was it was a lot of participation when i put out the call so thank you to everybody who answered the call we got her, she's here. This is Emmanuel. Mm-hmm. this is uh, this is
0: him and his kids. and I and I, I love strong men. I love strong black men. I love to see them in their elements doing their thing. I just love it.
1: Yeah.
0: I like him with a beard. He's smelling
1: like, good. He's got a beard. so
0: I just like you know, to see our men doing their thing.
1: He's got two sons, so I had to ask him, like, is there a position? that you get boys more often in, this is him.
0: Mm-hmm. I think he lives great.
1: in... He lives in some, like, small country town. Mm-hmm. Like, not not a place where black people usually live. Like, he don't
0: live in Atlanta or nothing like that. Well, that's great. Well, okay, I'm signing off.
1: I'm gonna sign off, too. So, yeah, um... Catch this podcast. Just look for me to post it. I'm gonna post it soon, though. Um... Like I said, Facebook, Twitter, um, Instagram, Roho one um, episode 41 in the books, Roho and um, Party Girl Mom. And as usual, if you're not sharing, you're not a fan. Thanks for listening, y'all. Peace.
0: Bye-bye.